He did die. Oh, um, no, he didn't die, but he definitely woke up at three o'clock in the morning and scream puked. <laughs> One of these days. All right. All right, we're going here. All right. All right, so we are back in action after a month hiatus, I guess you could call it, whatever <laughs> it is, a, a gentle pause. Um, uh, uh, the all-star break, we'll call it. Um, with episode 10 of Shifty Podcast. Um, Double digits. And uh, a little bit of a replacement. If you are a uh, avid listener, um, Will be is taking some time off indefinitely, let's put it that way. Um, but we do have a familiar voice from episode 4 or 3 or whatever number you want to call it. Um, Abdul Zaire. I have no idea if that's your actual uh, name. No, that's not my name. <laughs> no, that's we not. Should, uh, AZ, the cheesecake guy from episode four. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. That guy. Is that close with Abdul Zayer? Is that Abdul something? No. Okay, I don't know why I thought it would be. No, like a first name and a middle name? No. Actually, there's no Z in my name at all. What the fuck? Zero. It's, <laughs> it's okay. not short for my name. It's a nickname. Oh. oh I already don't like it. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to call you something else. I'm thinking about it. Call him his real name. Uh, I don't. You could ask my real name. Come on, Az- Azori. Azori. Az- <laughs> oh, that kind of sounds like AZ. I already get it. Um, but it's not. But man, sure. never mind. Here, was a story for another producer time. talent. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I am not the talent. <laughs> <laughs> I just gonna ramble. I'm gonna put this down too. So, <clears throat> um, so yeah, we got some topics. As usual, we're just gonna fucking spin them out at the beginning. Um, dogs at an outdoor restaurant, what that really means for the, the people going there, what that means for the restaurant itself, um, how catering affects the restaurant, uh, what is catering, let's define it to a T, uh, <laughs> and then gimmick nights, this, there's, like, I can only think of a couple right now, but I bet you guys are going to spit out a whole bunch as well, too, just, like, gimmick nights, like, trivia, and, like, fucking... Burger Taco night. Tuesday. Yeah. Taco Tuesday, Burger Night, stuff like that. Let's do that one first. Thirsty Thursdays. Yeah, Thirsty Thursdays and shit like that. Um, I feel like either we talked about this the last time or we talked about this in another episode, but like, or no, we were talking about this with like brunch. I think we just said like how brunch affects a restaurant or something like that, but like, is it like the sign of a, a business like failing if all of a sudden like a year or two in there's like, now we're going to do Taco Tuesday. Like, is that a bad thing or a good thing? Or it doesn't fucking matter. Or it all completely depends. I think it could be either one. Depends on the business. I mean, some demographics eat up those types of things. Those like sports bars. People love those things on sports bars. It's like, yeah. you go to a sports bar and burger night, you see more than half of everybody eating burgers. You know? That's the only one I can't care about is burger night. <laughs> I mean, I guess it could be the sign of a restaurant not doing well, but I mean, I, I've thought I've thought about that before. But also, like, if you think about how many like big chains out there, successful chains like you know, uh, Buffalo Wild Wings has a wing night, and yeah, they have yeah. uh, you know bonus wing night. Yeah. And what what night of the week is it? Is what is this, like those game nights? Yeah, so, yeah, Tuesday or Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Tuesday Wednesday. Wednesday. Sometimes randomly Thursday you'll see that, but like yeah, the same reason that they don't do happy hour, like Friday and Saturdays, because like we're gonna get fucking people in here anyway. Yeah, let's get a bunch of motherfuckers for Taco Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, the goal, yeah, the goal is to try and take you know a slow day and like, oh, I'm not recording some business. 
Fucking <laughs> 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 like 25 minutes in. Right, can we just redo all that? Alright, go on, try. <laughs> well, the, the goal is to like take a night that's normally slow and you know, offer some kind of special yeah. to bring people in. I mean, yeah. and you know, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I feel the more I thought about this as we talked about doing this, the more I think about it, though, I feel like most of the time they work. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're. They're also catering, like I said earlier. They're catering to a, a certain demographic. So I mean, if you have your trivia night, you're looking for people who really like to fucking answer random fucking questions. Oh, one one quick note on trivia nights, real quick. Trivia makes campers out of yeah. people. Yes, it's it is. Yes, it is. That's probably my my least favorite one out of any place I've worked. I guess it works for breweries, though. I see it happen, and I've seen it happen with lots of breweries. It's, okay. it's, it's yeah. all about beer there. So yeah. they're, they're, they, they, even they though they're camping, they're still, they're still drinking a lot. But I guess, yeah, for the front of the house, like, it's, it can stay busy mm-hmm. most of the time. But trivia for the back of the house, you have, like, when everyone shows up, you get yeah. slammed. It's and relatively it's, slow yeah. during. And then at the end, boom. you get slammed Just again. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, like they were getting fucking snacks to go or something. No, they get no. fucking drunk and they need to eat. Yeah. And there's usually not a lot going on in between. Yeah. Usually you can like, they're focused on do game crap point. Yeah. and stuff like that. But, uh, I mean, like, I've worked, you know, wing nights where, I mean, you just open to close, busy, especially if it was like a holiday week or something like that. I say, uh, like any kind of gimmick night, like Taco Tuesday, but definitely trivia where it's like teams of people going. Like you're gonna get the same loyal, habitual guests. Yeah, yeah. are gonna come in and be like, okay, it's yeah. especially us like three who are team. Trivia. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be us three who are. I mean, I wouldn't hop around in different places. I would just yeah. Fuck, I'm not gonna do what's, what's the weirdest gimmick night that you've heard of? I mean, there I could see ones that like fail. Like they do like trivia night where it's like friends trivia. Ad. No, not not even just trivia. Just like. Uh, a gimmick night. Oh, there was fucking pet a poodle night. Uh, wow, really? <laughs> no, I made that up. All right. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I would say yoga. I've seen some yoga nights, and they just—it's just a dud. You might get some nights where their classes are kind of okay, but the classes are never like really enough to bring in people to. to There's the, that one that Holy City is pretty right? popular. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bendy Bruce. Yeah, she was yeah. doing it at several places. Yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, the weirdest one I've ever seen. Does yoga and eating... I'm cutting you off. Does yoga and eating and drinking really go hand in hand? Is well, that they, really going to... They get a, a... They can they buy get a, a beer with a class. Yeah. So after yoga, you... Go uh, okay. I was going to say, I'm like, I don't know if I'd want to do that. It's like, like, let's after. do exercise. Yeah. Right, Even then, there I don't was, know. I did see this video on something one time. Was, was it... It wasn't... No, it's not the goat yoga one. It's where they actually have like... They're drinking beers while they do While yoga. they do it. Yeah. That's I saw that somewhere. That doesn't sound good. No. So the weirdest theme night that I've ever seen is when I moved down here, a couple of the bars up the road here did uh, crab racing nights. <laughs> I would have to go see that once. That would work on me. That's, that's I, I went there a couple of times. Like, I would just randomly show up. <laughs> well, but, like, you can, like, if I liked it, I mean, that would be a fucking good time. You can like bet on it, but you're not really betting on yeah. it. Yeah. Like They have some like loophole I mean, around it. That's not really a thing new. Exactly. They used to do that shit in, like, way back. Like Hermit crab racing? Not, not crab per se, <laughs> but they would be, it would be turtles or any fucking thing. Yeah. They would put shit, they would fucking do like little fucking chicken fights and shit. They would do all kinds of little things. Yeah. Like gimmicks. Now, which, that was, that was probably the strangest one. Shit on. 
That that was probably the strangest <laughs> one I've seen. It was like a big round board, and he would like put all the crabs in the middle, and they all had like numbers painted on their shells, and he would pick the basket up, and there were circles around it, and whichever crab like got to the outside circle the fastest won. It was so. Would rare. it just be one time, or would it be like? No, they do it a few times. A few heats. That would, that's something that they would do. <laughs> I don't know. It just. I was like. <laughs> Like, all right, you show up, there's like a five-minute crab race, and then like you're supposed to stay there for like two hours, keep drinking. No, they would do it like every hour or so. So it's just like far enough that you go drink in between and then come back and watch. And I feel like the rec room would do something like that. It was so I would, random. I could totally see that the rec room. Yeah. I mean, they were all, it was all dive bars that it was at. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's my favorite kind of Look, bar. I mean, like. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, I mean, you don't even think about that as a gimmick at a dive bar. It's just some random shit you yeah. see at a dive bar. It's, yeah. I was like, what night is that tonight? Rec Room has, uh, was it bocce ball in the back? They have like the leagues of bocce ball and stuff like that. I'm There's like, a few places that that's are doing that. fucking smart. I mean, that's like, it could be any day of the week and it could just be like, hey, we're going to set up matches from five to six or whatever before like the drinkers and eaters actually come in and like people are going to drink and eat and then they're going to stay longer and stuff like that. So. I don't know. I don't really like see... People get into it. I mean, I shot... Dude, I used to do pool league. I shot pool league for 10 years. And, I mean, just like... Anything that's like a team setting like that, even like just like trivia, you get with your people and your friends and it's just shit that's... You do it habitually. I don't think I've ever worked anywhere that's had a pool table before. I don't know if that would bring in... I mean, that brings in drinkers, but if yeah, you're at yeah. a... Place that serves food like that. I wonder if there are any French fries and like that's that's yeah. all I really want. Uh, the only downside I can really think right now, and this is just off the top of my head, um, I remember the the beer garden. They had like a what is it uh, like a trivia night like they always do, and they had like friends trivia, and I'm like just gonna be fucking white yeah. girls just all over that place. Which is not that's not yeah. the bad part. Um, the, bad, <laughs> the bad part is that they so it starts at seven. <laughs> And you got to get your table by like yeah. six o'clock, right. mm-hmm. which means you're sitting there for an hour. You're gonna be, you have to camp, and yeah. then anybody shows up at like six forty-five, like, oh, just get there a little bit early, like you're fucked, like you can't even get in there, and it's like, I don't know, it's, I feel like that's kind of like a turnoff. Kind that of like, that would be for me, and, though. Some unless like love the, that stuff. yeah, unless and I mean none of that shit's been happening for the last year. <laughs> yeah, like, limited virtual virtual trivia. Um, Frothy was doing some 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 form of it. I don't know how it worked. I don't know. I, that's a good idea. But they were doing That'd be it. Cool. Yeah. You, they, people can drink as much as they want, and then if they start acting like a fool, you just mute. Mute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drive. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I have a I have a DD built in to my house. I mean, shit. But if I'm built in your house, yep. She lives in the house. Hmm. That's nice of you. Was that uh, the kid showing up? Uh, she'll she'll be here one day. May. <laughs> Sophie. So, yeah. I'll, a fucking DD for another month or two. Um, what else did I have? Um, yeah, I think I, during our uh, forgotten episode, I was talking about uh, Moe's, what was it, uh, Crosstown, how they had, or no, downtown, didn't really matter. Irregardless, regardless. Um, they had the Moe's, you know what I'm talking about? Crosstown? Yeah, well, there's Moe's Crosstown, then there's Moe's Downtown. That is, okay. is no, no more. Okay, all right. They I had, don't know about downtown. They had Burger Night, and wing night on the same night, so they had like a special from five to six. It was half off burgers, and then from six to seven, it was half off wings. So if you got there at five, you could have a burger 
and then fucking chill for an hour and just like hang out and drink and then get wings after that. And I'm like, this is the greatest deal ever. I love this. Nice. Which I thought I was taking advantage of them, but also I was drinking like 50 bucks of booze and yeah. stuff like that. So I'm like, well, let's say some of the sometimes those specials like they don't even make money off the food. They're made to just make money off yeah. the beer and still just like well, it's, make it's a slow night busy. Yeah, it's effective. I mean, that's the whole thing. The whole whatever the gimmick is, it is to make more money for that slow night. The worst is when you're working and you get into work and you don't even like you realize like an hour before service, you're like fuck, <laughs> it's wing night tonight. God damn it. <laughs> So kicking chicken, and I don't know if this was, it must have been sort of when they first started downtown. Um, I've been here since 2008. Um, when kicking chicken first was around and they started doing their wing night, it was like half off wings. So it'd be like 24 wings for like $8 or something like that. It was awesome. So I'd get that and then like a beer or something like that. And it was fucking cheap because I was on, I didn't have a job. I was a college student. But then I knew somebody who worked there for a few years and it would be eight dollars and then nine dollars and yeah. then ten dollars yeah. and now it's like uh buy 20 get four free i'm like that's not even close to half it's still like their only deal now and i'm like that's smart build build up your shit and then just little by little yeah. like start taking over I'm test like, the market well, yeah, that's, that's another thing i was gonna say i feel like most of these things these uh, gimmick nights or whatever you want to call them i feel like gimmick just makes it sound like it's a yeah. bad thing <laughs> which it's yeah. not a bad thing for but it's the it's a good thing for the right places. Like, think about all the places that do them. They're they're yeah they're more like more not that the like casual dining. They're not high end dining. Yeah. I mean, even I guess higher places do like half bottles of wine. Right. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. That's definitely uh, something that awesome. you know that that falls into that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Do you know if the Craftsman is still around downtown? No. <sighs> On uh, Cumberland. Yeah, nah. I fucking love that place. I used to go there. I used to day of chicken work there. Uh, <clears throat> large, large format Sundays. Yes, that's exactly what I was gonna say. Yeah. Half off large format beers. So you can We've get like probably the, been in there the, the big, same time. Fat tall boys or whatever. Um, nice. I got the Chronicles of Narnia. <laughs> no, but yeah, large format beers. That was definitely. We're talking about this years later, so obviously that. Place had something else going I on. I used to love that stuff. Right. Yeah. I, I, they had yeah. potato. All right. So we're, we're going to shoot the shit about whatever shit. They had uh, the potato bombs, which is just, yeah. it was literally just a little fucking uh, potato slices that were thick and then yes. fucking, yeah, I eat yes. those all the time. They had something else. What else was on? Like fucking ranch, sriracha, and then something. Oh, that was the yeah. first place, and I'll get it anywhere that I go Scotch egg. Oh, yes. Scotch egg? Yeah. Remember that? I yeah. was just like, what is this? <laughs> this is nice. so great. I don't know if I've really seen those at very many places. Uh, yeah. I've never made one. I, I really want to. Yeah, it's, I mean, it seems easy enough, but yeah, that shit was good. And then they had some other, uh, it was like a like a cherry relish on top of like pork belly, like with. Oh, yeah. 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 That. yeah. <laughs> right? Like that oh. place, I'm like, how are you not still here? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Really good. Surprisingly, I'm like, it had a, a fucking phenomenal. Um, Tap list. Yeah, yeah that was they had yeah, a lot that, of taps. In that there big, beautiful bar there too. They yeah. did. Okay, so did they do any other specials the other week. They did this one thing every once in a while, which you could probably tell me. Well, I guess if, if it's a fucking brewery, they're not gonna have somebody else do it. But I bet you they do it other places. They would do a tap takeover. Yes. 
And I'm like, oh, that's the first time I've ever heard about that. I don't hear about it too often where it's like, it's, hey, it's all of our... It's, it's starting to become like a yeah. thing. Here. Explain what that is because if I'm thinking of something else, then maybe I'm just not sure. No, just um, so for said, said um, beer house or... What's, what are these things called? Bars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, where's a beer house? Is that in fucking Park Circle? <laughs> brew houses. Well, yeah. Brew houses slash bars. Um, after they formed a relationship with the lo- local breweries, or sometimes breweries that are like in-state but not so local, through um, the, the people that go out and the reps. Yeah, the reps. Yeah. 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 The vendors. Those people. Um, they'll just organize a night where... They'll take, if it's a small tap room and they have like maybe five taps, then that brewery might take over all five taps. If they have like 50 taps, they might take over 10 taps. Yeah, I guess it depends on how big the brewery that's coming in. You have like, yeah, they come in and just take over all the taps. They put yeah. all their beers on and that's, that's the only cool. thing, yeah. only beer you're serving that night. And usually, I think in the, like when it first kind of started, sometimes they would take over like almost all the taps. I don't think they do that anymore because you still kind of need to get people like they're regulars. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, and sometimes they'll have, love them, dude. I've done I've worked a couple where they have like a few breweries come together yeah. that's cool yeah. dude, but, and that's cool too because you get like you meet all the people yeah. all the people that make the beer are usually there yeah and so either, the, either one of the reps or one of the brewers an owner or something like that yeah. is usually there to kind of just like smooth with you yeah um, do you think the restaurant has to like I mean, it's only one night and if they're taking over that many I don't know if they're going to keep them in stock and stuff like that do you think they take those kegs home or take them back to the brewery like if they're not finished. Sometimes. Like oh no no no! You no, can't. well not not. I you don't still, know how to do it other places, but not here. You technically still gotta have to go to, through the distributor. Yeah, you still technically have to mm-hmm. buy through the distributor. Oh yeah, that's right. So if I make beer and you own a restaurant, Pat, I can't just bring you kegs of beer. Yeah. I have to sell them to a distributor, right. and you have to buy them from the distributor. Even if it's your own beer. Why can't I remember this whole thing happening with? Uh, Holy City when you guys were starting yeah, that yeah. was bullshit um, you basically had to sell it to yourself um, why don't breweries have like there's places that have like in-house brokers and stuff like that like why don't they have like a brewery like we're a manufacturer and a distributor they're not allowed to no that would just be too easy huh yeah. it's it's a lot of there's a lot of reasons why uh, one of the big ones is just taxes yeah, yeah. like by the time of, by the time if you sit walk into a bar and sit down and have a beer, that beer's been times. taxed three times. Yeah. By the mm-hmm. time you leave and you pay for it, it's been taxed four times. Yeah, sick. I mean, that's one reason why. And also, that I mean, alcohol laws are weird everywhere. Yeah. After like prohibition and yeah. like it's it can be a shady business. So there's a lot of yeah. Even Probably nowadays, like, like with all the rules, it's still shady. Still a lot of regulation. Yeah. Like circumvent, right? Yeah, I guess if people can find a way to loop away from their taxes, they're gonna fucking do it. Cause not and speaking of uh, alcohol reps that you brought up, I was talking to Phil the other day, okay. and uh, who's our the GM of the restaurant I work at? The guy I don't know. <laughs> the guy you don't know. <laughs> and uh, a rep for me showed up for the back house, and it was this guy had some oysters coming through Cisco. Great, no other word. Pretty good oysters, but he was talking to me about him. He was this short, bald guy, little little heavy set, real nice guy. And he left, and I walk out in the dining room, and Phil is meeting with, or uh, Phil walks up and I'm like, Phil, look at my reps. 
And look at what your rap story looked like. Oh, He's like, oh, yeah, 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 I'm kind of lucky. Yeah, yeah. Alcohol reps versus food reps. <laughs> yeah, big difference. <laughs> Huge difference. Big, big difference, yeah. We still glorify alcohol in this world. Yeah, of course we do. Some of us, some of us take three weeks off. How are you yeah. doing camping? Guy. With that kind of Camping's fucking... not in three weeks. Well. It's already been three weeks. Well, you better fucking have a really drunken July to get ready for it. Yeah. I gotta get my sea legs. That's <laughs> painful when you try to go camping and it's like, oh, I haven't had that much liquor lately. I'm like, you're gonna die, yeah. Keith. Yeah. Keith, yeah. you're gonna die. And he did. He did die. Oh, um, no, he didn't die, but... He definitely woke up at 3 o'clock in the morning and scream puked. <laughs> Alright, so we have we have two more topics here. Um, I think I know more about uh, the one at the top of the list here. Um, or what's, at least that, could, what's that one? Oh, What's um, at the top of the list? Uh, tiny dicks. Um, I, I know a lot about, about that. Oh, a, lot about, right. a lot about micro-penises. Um, you mean I, clitorises? <laughs> I did. I, so I was watching. I was watching the show today, and this guy who, it's fucking the show New Girl. Me and Kristen watch it, and this guy was just like, "Oh, I have a micro penis," and I'm like, "Is that a real thing? Is that a joke?" I mean, I googled micro penises. <laughs> it's, it's, it's called a clitoris. No, I mean it's like on a man, and they're just like, "Yeah." Oh, I don't know what and then those. he was like, at the end of the episode, he like opens up his robe or whatever, and she's like, "Oh man, it just looks like a." baby robin's egg and stuff like that it does just like look like a little fucking baby's thumb like that's the dude's whole dick if you be, i know that this is all video right now people but oh, look at your thumb yeah, yeah look at your thumb that you is, just said it's all video or audio <laughs> <laughs> it's all audio so you can't see our air quotes you can't maybe, see maybe we'll that. video in the future yeah um so yeah my micro penis no um dogs at an outdoor restaurant. Um, that was a hard segue. Yeah. <laughs> Real smooth sail there, Patty. Is what we're going to get into. Okay, so I've got some some uh, passionate opinions about this. Um, All right, let's hear them. I like cats. So do I. That's first. Uh, first and foremost. Cats are um, great. I'll, I'll fucking hang out with dogs, I guess, but um, if I were to... If somebody were to be like, hey, let's go meet at uh, this bar, and I'd be like, cool. And it's a nice day. Let's do the outdoor patio. Um, and if they told me like, "Oh yeah, it's it's outside. It's right near the river or something like that." So there's, there's a lot of people bring their dogs and shit. I'd be like, "I don't know if I want to go." Like that's actually to me that's like a turn off. I'm not a huge fan of that. I understand that there's there's well there's bars out there that are like designated dog bars. And I think we brought this up in the uh, yeah. the forgotten episode where there's uh, <laughs> the barrel on yeah, there's like there. dog bars. It's a, it's a dog, dog, it's a dog, dog bar. That's a dog bar with a bar. I feel like a lot of Pretty stuff. Much, yeah. There are some places that like embrace it. Like, Cater to 100%. that. Yeah. Like there's places that put like they make dog menus, like little like dog treats. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's actually cool as shit. But uh, I mean, there's that Parson Jacks in that West Ashley. They're gone now, but like that place was a dog place. They built a little yeah. thing out front for right. dogs. Um, but I mean, they can be like. If it's breweries do do a lot of dog stuff, but they used to be it used to be they're getting away from that because people yeah. like at the very beginning. That's it. At the very beginning, like every bar when there was like less than eight breweries here in in town, like every brewery in town, oh, just bring your dogs. Yeah, just bring them. It was very dog friendly, and then 
one particular lay at one particular brewery, I think, had bit three times. And that's, that's what that's what one, one human oh, being got bit three times. She was same she was a bartender. Okay, and, that makes and, sense. I'm like, why does she keep going back there if she keeps getting bit? Right, she, she worked there. I think she got bit two or three times. But I mean, that's what sucks is like that ruins it because someone decided to take their dog that's not a good dog yes. to take out. Yes, like that ruined it for good dogs only. Like that, you can't fucking say. Which yeah, you get, like it's either dogs or no dogs. I mean, there's like there's laws in different states about all this stuff. Um, but also like if you allow dogs on in your restaurant like your employees need to know how to you handle them too like if you can't even have them inside anymore no you've never been allowed to have them inside I'm talking about in the breweries oh in the breweries the the minute uh, that kitchen becomes they actually have a kitchen inside the building animals are no longer allowed inside the building and that that was a big swing for breweries so they started you know putting kitchens in yeah yeah but yeah, your, your employees do need to be notified. Well, they just need to know how to, like, I mean, if, say, I bring my dog and my dog won't shut the fuck up, like, I mean... Oh, I just said the same argument for kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah. Is there, but, there is like, bad dog owners and bad parents alike. Well, there's no, there's no fucking kid-friendly... Bars. There's no there like breweries. The, the breweries. I mean, I guess, but the that's brewery, what that's, I think. That's one thing that's wild about breweries. It's, 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 it's very frowned upon oh. to take your kid to a bar, which but I agree with. You take but your it's not. It's, it's, it's perfectly fine to take your kids to a brewery. They put playgrounds in a brewery yeah. now, they like where you can't toys. Not where it's sold, but if you go to where it's made, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay to bring your kid where they make. That's a weird thing. It's cool. It's 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 not. Oh wait, I don't have kids, so that's why it's not cool to me. <laughs> I don't know. But you, but look, you, you're raising your child properly. He still runs around and screams sometimes. Yeah, but you can rein him in. <laughs> and I mean, every time I've seen you, you, you rein him in. I mean, some of these people get to the brewery and it's just like, I'm gonna go right here and eat, and then the kids. Do you ever go like, to breweries? Don't. I mean, this is this is nothing to do with dogs right now, but do you guys ever go to breweries like at night? I feel like breweries are like a they close early. Most of them close early. Um, like ten. I've been I've been to a lot of breweries, especially when they start out. Yeah, when they start out, they do. They I close at like very, eight. Yeah, brewery, I was a very yeah. limited when they started, but once they like, get like established, and I feel like it usually goes like. And I could be minutes. wrong, but I feel like that started because originally they're like, we're a brewery, we're making beer, mm-hmm. so you're making beer all day, and they're yes. like, well, we'll put it in a bar so people can yes. come here and drink. It's like yeah. I've worked all day. I'll bartend the last yeah. like few hours and go home. Yeah. And they get big enough where they can have staff. Yes. Well, that makes more sense because I was like, I feel like breweries are always like weekend day drinking spots, or like, hey, let's go to the brewery, get a couple beers, and then we'll go out to like the real bar, <laughs> like do yeah. liquor um, shots and shit. Dude, I used to hang out in a brewery like four or five days a week. Till let's get back to that. It was my bar. Yes, <laughs> this is not the time. Let's get back to that. Hold on, producer, mm. produce. Also, bring your talent in. So, Come on. <laughs> like if you take your dog out somewhere and your dog breaks something at a restaurant, mm. who's responsible for that? I mean, I feel like it depends on what it is. Like if your dog knock, knocks, knocks a glass over, like I mean, that I mean people do that shit yeah. happens. But like, I don't know. It like chews up a chair. Chews up a chair. You know, I I read something on one of these pages. It was like, if you take your dog out to a restaurant. Don't tie the dog's leash to the table. Tie it to the chair that you are sitting in. Yeah. Because you don't that want your dog sense. to to 
chase that squirrel over there and take the whole fucking Trash table with him. Everything. Like, yeah. I can't imagine what that would be like. <laughs> just the table and all your food and all your drinks is just Ooh. going that way. I don't know. Granted, I don't go to the outdoor dog bars that have like a bunch of dogs at it and stuff like that, but the only real bad thing we've ever seen is like two dogs like fight for a couple seconds and it's like, okay, I guess we're going to move to that table over there. Yeah. Like I haven't seen that many bad things going on with it, but like if I could have the choice, like, yeah, it's it's like when that happens, you see that happen with dog, with uh, two dogs or whatever. It's a nuisance to me. It's just like you're just disturbing my yeah and my time now. I feel like all these things we talked about, we keep like they would all be solved if people would be responsible yes. for taking their dogs out. Agreed. Like if like some dogs, dogs like people, they're, 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 they have all yes. Yes. different kinds of personalities. Some dogs don't like things like that. Those assholes. No matter how much you want to take your dog to the bar or to the brewery, the dog's an your asshole. dog doesn't want it. Dog's an asshole, your dog's an asshole. I don't know. Do you think that, I don't know, maybe this is just people that I've seen actually do this, but like, people who want to day drink or just drink for like a long period of time, it's like, yeah, that's the reason I'm bringing my dog with me is because I don't want to have to go home and like stop drinking. Like, all right, I take my dog out, which means I got to drink and drive. Like, if you're drinking yeah, dude, so long about that you got to right? take your dog to the bar, <laughs> you, you might have a problem. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my dog can, my dog is good for like a 10, 12 hour work shift. Okay. I mean, so he's, he's, He's a beast. Does the dog enhance the experience? That dog... I don't have a fucking dog. <laughs> That's why, like... What's what's the weirdest know. animal you've seen in a bar? Um, a goat? A little... This serious? is not a joke. A fucking... A little... I wanted one of them, too. It was a little pygmy goat. Um, and it was inside, and I think he just... It was at, It was either at the rec room, or it was, like, one shitty little dive bar in, like, Upper King or something like that. Then I'm like, yeah, he's a fucking hamster dickhead. Of course he has a goat. I kind of want a goat. I kind of want a goat. Yeah, it was a pygmy goat, so it was like the size of like, I don't a small know, dog. Like a little beagle. Yeah, it was like this oh, fucking tall or something like that. Those that are cool. Goat. Those are the ones um, you can scare and they like, oh, like yeah. go rigid and fall over. Um, I went, I, I wanted to buy one of them, uh, but you need you need a yard. And that was like years ago when I had an apartment. And I'm like, and then you yeah. don't have to mow your lawn anymore. <sighs> I'm going to buy a goat. That would be really uh, cool. Now I have a yard. Why am I mowing seen, my fucking lawn? That's seen snakes. I've snakes seen snakes. Of, I've yeah. seen snakes. Parrots. I've seen yeah. I've seen parrots. I've never seen a snake in a bar. I've seen snakes in public, but never in a bar. Yeah, I, there was some guy brought a snake. He was just sitting there, and was just like wrapped around his arm. Huh. Uh, this one time when I was working at Berlin's, um, if you could imagine Rivers Avenue. Uh, the characters that I would fucking get in there. That's probably one of the reasons why I quit. I'm just like the fucking animals that come in there. These fucking assholes. But this one dude came in and he got something like super cheap. But he was just like, hey, you want to see something cool? And I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> He's just like following me out to my car. I'm like, I'm 30 fucking one. I'm going to go get kidnapped right now. <laughs> he like looked kind of normal enough, but at the same time not. And I'm like, what? Like, we're on like a crowded streets it's daytime what's going on he like just came from one of the high schools or something like that and he was doing like an animal exposition or is that the right word expo yeah. yeah expo and he had like in cages like so many different animals he had like a little fucking gila monster stuff like that and like snakes and everything I'm like that is like if you were to Why say like top 20 things like what do you think this guy's about to show you 
I didn't think a fucking yeah. I didn't think like, an SUV full of reptiles. Wow. <laughs> I, don't know. I was so, like, oh, a guy man. coming back from a school expo with a bunch of animals stopped at Berlin's, the restaurant supply I, store, to buy yeah, what? what? Yeah, what's I, yes? All right, so this reminds me of another lady. What do you came buy? In. So cake pans, you know, like the little fucking nine-inch circles. You know about that? Yes, I yeah. um, she would buy them, but she needed them to be like she was like pissed. She wanted us a special order ones that were like a quarter inch shorter. Because she owned a bunch of, the fuck was it? it was either crows or like ravens or like some kind of big bird or something like that, and she was using them for like bird feed. So the, and she was like slipping that into the cage right. or whatever. Oh, so yeah. Like so it was like just like whatever her setup was. And I'm like, people come into there like and like rig stuff up. Shit. I think he was like buying like little ramekins or something like that to like put their food in or some shit. Hmm. So I'm like, okay. I wonder how far do you have to go? Oh, they had to feed reptiles. Reptiles. Yeah, they actually yeah they feed like over long periods of time. Yeah, they're they're good for a while. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I forget what he was actually buying. That's the only thing that I can think of right now. But um, so you lied to us. I mean, I don't remember what it was. I think it was that <laughs> lies. So this other time, totally not on dogs in an outdoor restaurant right now. But we're here for we're here for content. <laughs> uh, we'll, get, we'll get we'll circle back. Yeah, Az. If we told this on the podcast before, Az was not here for it. But uh, me and Brian Breland. Is one time we're walking out of what's that fucking Rodney Scott's and it was like dark, yeah it was darks because it was darks it was dark scouts guys uh, and the um, and I remember like walking to the car and just we this isn't racist this is just fucking stereotyping which I guess Hold on, what are you about um, to say here it's really not that bad so there's a black guy sure? in the dark who literally just said like hey you want to see my pit and I'm like we're both just like. Absolutely. What are you talking about? <laughs> it wasn't Rodney Scott. I've met him a bunch of times. He came into Berlin's a bunch. He smells just like fucking delicious brisket and like just sm- <laughs> like smoked wood. Like that should be a fucking must. Excuse me, Mr. Barbecue Man. <laughs> like that guy is just awesome. Like, but no, we'll sell scented candles. Like yeah, that. That's, that would be terrific. Um, but no, just like in the dark, some guy going like, "You want some my pit?" And I'm like. What are you talking about? Like, sure. It was he wanted to show us like all the pits that he had, like smoking all the stuff. And I'm like, I don't know what you're saying right now. Like, I didn't know the guy worked there or anything. It was he just was some guy. Probably the, the pit master. Yeah, yeah. which makes sense. Yeah. Now. That's how it is. Like somebody who's just like this guy was cool. Like, he wanted to see something cool, but instead he didn't freeze it. Like, hey, you guys want to come back and see the pit? He's just like, go see my pit. Like, just Look, yelling man. at us. If, so, if like, I saw a pit master, it's like, you guys want to come see my pit? Yeah. I would not want to go see that pit. But he didn't like I start mean, off like, hey guys, let's go. Yeah. yeah. Just like yelling at it, but that's like, what Pat does. He's like, "You want to, you want to show me something weird?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, they, no matter what you ask, like usually the answer is yes. I'm just like, oh. and he's still alive. Yeah, I'm six foot tall. He hasn't got kidnapped <laughs> yet by a man in a van six with a bunch of tall. snakes. <laughs> I got scared. Um, so yeah, uh, what did we? Oh yeah, you saw. You said you saw snakes at a bar. Like, yeah, some kind of snake, parrots. Yeah. Um, ferrets. I've never seen a ferret. I've never seen a ferret. Oh, oh! Speaking of ferrets, <laughs> no. So I was. I looked up. I looked up some of the laws uh, on uh, animals and restaurants. It was in one of the things. And domestic animals in South Carolina are defined as dogs, cats, and ferrets. Like and the, ferrets. That's what the laws are for for like animals and at ferrets. restaurants. Okay. Like. It said domestic animals in parentheses, <clears throat> dogs, cats, and ferrets. But people really just have ferrets like that? People have ferrets as pets, but I've 
I can like I'll put my oh I, I put your ferret on the leash and like it to the bar. <laughs> All right, legal. You're allowed to. It's, Come at me, bro. <clears throat> well, I don't want a ferret. I want a pygmy goat. Yeah, now that I have a yard, I might. Do it's that. not domesticated. Oh, According okay. to South Carolina oh, bar laws, oh, could I walk it around the street though? Probably. Just put my goat on a leash and walk it. Down that's the road. what the guy had. Yeah, that's like a dog. I'm like, that sounds fucking fantastic. Fuck, I want to go. Shit inside. Goats just shit wherever. They will. They, yeah. Where yeah. How the fuck do you potty train a goat? You don't. A little diaper. A little goat diaper. <laughs> potty training. That's a baby. Are pigs potty trained? People have pigs as pets. Oh, pigs are supposed to be really smart. So, what pig could be potty trained? What's the weirdest? Like? What's the weirdest thing you ever seen like sold at a bar? Because I know that there's like, uh, like pickled eggs and stuff like that like they have to have food I've and seen shit that. like that yeah I've seen in my, in my younger days yeah I remember I, I had, a, had a little uh, little store slash bar um, pickled eggs or like feet, fucking pigs eggs. feet um, pickled chicken feet <clears throat> chicken feet chicken feet yeah that's probably the I, I think that's probably the weirdest that's not even like super weird yeah that's not even weird I'm a, I, I grew up seeing that yeah. kind of shit so that's what was that weird to me. bar that was like it was literally just a bar it didn't have any food um God, it was like a dive bar like on King Street, like below Calhoun, and it just closed. Like Big John's? No. No, it's it's not in Calhoun. Oh, I should fucking know the name. It was on King Street. It was, it was like above yeah. Kicking Chicken ish up there. The oh, on, the, on the corner. No, it was like oh, I should know the fucking name of it. Anyway, they had um Oh no no upper deck. Yeah, upper deck. Yeah. Upper deck. They it turned had, into something else. Whatever it is now. It's a karaoke bar. Yeah, I don't know. You said caribou bar? Karaoke. Caribou. <laughs> I caribou bar? I need to Google this. Fucking caribou jerky. Um, no, they had... So they had eggs, and then they had, like... It was like SpaghettiOs, but it was like one can, and it was like $100 or something like that. Because they didn't uh, want anybody to buy it, yeah. so the only way that they could stay open after a certain time is if they yeah, sold food... <laughs> And I'm like, that is that's that's funny. That is clever as hell. I've seen a lot of places like that that we have to have food. They just have like a rack of chips. Yeah. And like that's why that's where like um peanuts bar peanuts and stuff yeah. came from. They would just put it out. And now people don't do that because they were gross. Everyone's touching them. Yeah, yeah. You girls look like you've been fingered more than a fucking dish full of bar peanuts. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. I'll say that to the end. <laughs> um, all right. So for the grand finale, um, no pee breaks needed. Um, this is mostly a YouTube, um, not the band. Um, the, this is more of the the talent of Az and Matt because I know only a little bit about this stuff. Um, but how catering affects the restaurant, I'm gonna lay down some fucking skeleton of the, of the conversation, and then just for some ideas and topics here. Um, really how it affects the flow of the kitchen, how it affects um, basically the, the money that's going to be made, like how you separate catering from the rest of it, how it affects staffing, how it affects schedules, how it affects all that kind of stuff. Uh, whoever wants to go first. I think the the big way it would affect, or the I guess the it depends on what it is. Like If you're a restaurant that does catering, on a regular right. basis, like you have systems in yeah. place for that Start stuff already, yes. you know how to do all that stuff. If you're not a place that does it, but will take it as requests, then like then it can become a lot yeah. of work. Yeah. Um, 
a place I worked at recently that like every Christmas there would be like like three people that would come in and get like asked for platters. They've just been doing it for years. The chef before I was the chef there did it and they've just been coming back for years. And like it'd be like six platters of like pickles and charcuterie and all this yeah. stuff and like and it, it was a lot of work. I mean I would I would have to like go in on a day to do all that stuff by myself because yeah. everyone else was doing the rest of their stuff. Yeah, the regular stuff. And we, you know, we charge, you know, a lot of money for it because it wasn't something we normally do. <laughs> and then, luckily, luckily, it was at Christmas all the time, so they would always tip. Like, you know, they throw you an extra hundred bucks or whatever. So that was always like, at the end, it was always worth it, kind of. But you're getting paid already, well, and then you get that tip, and then. I mean, I always would split it with whoever like helped me with yeah, any of the stuff. You're talking about worth it because it was just like a one-off, a once-a-year thing. Yeah, it didn't happen like you know three times a week. But also, that restaurant wasn't set up to be a catering place, so oh, that's yeah. what made it hard. Yeah. If you're a restaurant that does catering on them, yeah, but I think those are like two different entities. Yeah, like I mean, you're a restaurant that does catering, and then you're a restaurant that try to cater, mm. and the setups are completely fucking different. One's built to do a thing, one's not. One staff to do a thing, one's not. Yeah, and also I feel like no matter the level of difficulty at wherever it is, like if it's more difficult because you don't have the system in place or yeah. whatever, like you just charge more. Like you want you want yeah. this, yeah. like I have to go buy this, I have to buy yeah. this, I might have to do this, or like I'm gonna have to call staff for this, this, and this. Like you just figure out it, it, what it is, it and you just charge. Like like <laughs> we were talking about with the spaghettios. Yeah. Like, you want it to be, like, like cool, I'll do this for you, yeah. but I'm going to charge you five grand. I mean, yeah. To do I, this event, because I, I don't want to do it. Or I need shit. to make it worth yeah. it. So, I put an upcharge on, on the shit I make. If you, if you are below my threshold and you really need it, and you're really going to press the issue, I'm going to upcharge you if I'm going to do it. Yeah, definitely ordering off-menu stuff, there is an upcharge, because it's like, we don't normally do this, but if you want it, like, you're going to have to pay through the roof. Um, I, you've definitely probably worked at places <clears> like this, but I know <clears> you specifically worked at that pizza place. Um, if somebody tells you a week in advance, like, hey, we want fucking 25 pies yeah. next Saturday, um, what does that mean for you, the person who's setting up the schedule, and what does that mean for, like, ordering ingredients and stuff like that? Especially if you haven't done it before, like, that must throw a monkey in the wrench. Like, um, how much flour do I we used get? To, we used to do, stuff? every once in a while, we get, like, a 50 <clears throat> pie to go order. Yeah. Um, generally, when it comes to, like, just for, for, for your example, pizza, generally... 25 pies isn't going to affect like your flour content yeah. on hand. I mean, you I already have enough for certain ingredients. You have enough of those ingredients to, to make it through like really long periods of time anyway. Yeah. Some some ingredients you might not have enough for, depending on what they want. Yeah. So, I mean, usually the way we prepped at that place, yeah. AZ, we had like 50 pizzas for a lunch order wasn't. No. We might have to cook a little bit more bacon in the morning or yeah, sausage, like but same with the other pizza place that I've worked. The big thing with that was the time it would, would take. Normal for big orders. Yeah, okay. the time it would take to cook yeah. those pies because you only fit doing that four or like five of them in the oven. So, tough. so okay. any like big orders like that, they always confirmed like, hey, like yes, we can do this mm -hmm. for you, but you need to come pick it up at like yes ten I mean, after eleven. I need a window. I need a fucking big ass window, especially if it's if we're open when this when this is going well, happen. that only happened a couple of times. We normally be like, you want it, you gotta come like, pick it up yeah. at like uh, at eleven o'clock. Yeah. When we open the doors, you're the first people there. Yes. Then we'll finish up prep half an hour early and 
cook those pizzas yeah, for half an hour. Oven early, you, you yeah. get everything going. It sounds like a big lunch thing too. Like no one caters that much for dinner. I've I've had that shit happen where people will order shit, goddamn 10, 15 fucking pies in a fucking little fucking night. But again, that place that place was also not necessarily designed to be a catering yeah. place either. Yes. And yes. the food was not designed for it either. That was also something that we would tell <clears> everybody <throat> because by the time you yes. you cook that first round of pies, Fire by the, the time the last set of pies yeah. comes out. That first set of pies is cold. That's it. That's just it, because yeah. you can only cook five at a yeah. time, and you just always had to make sure that everyone was aware of the, aware of that. Most people were like, yeah, "That's fine, you know." We're taking them somewhere, yeah. anyways. I don't know of any pizza gentleman in the world that could make twenty five pies at one time and everything just be timed out together. Yeah, because I mean, you I mean it's got, gonna it's travel a, after that too. It's, it's gonna die anyway. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> But those pieces definitely didn't travel no. well. They, they were designed to be eaten yes, like, yes. immediately. Well, I guess that's the difference between places that are either designed for catering or places that have experience right. catering and like, I don't know, fucking Joe Schmo's restaurant over there who like, oh man, I have the best meatball sub over there. Uh, I've got fucking 50 people coming in. Um, next weekend, I'm going to ask him if he could do fucking 50 meatball subs for me or something like that. And he'll say yes, and it'll be a shit show, and everything's yeah. going to be cold and all wrong. I'm like, no, nope, maybe, so, maybe that's a gimmick that goes bad. Maybe with some of those restaurants, it's actually their gimmick. They try to do it. Yeah, well, if they say yes, and what he just said a second ago is just like, let people know that it's going to be cold. It does, like, this is yeah. what's going to happen, like, what to expect. But that doesn't always happen. Yeah. Well, that's, that's experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was. Um, um, but also, so if you're a place that does catering, all that stuff you laid out, Pat, like the flow, uh, like how much money to charge for stuff, you know, staffing, scheduling, buying ingredients. Like if you're a place that only does events, you have to, essentially you just treat it like a service and you just, you know, how long is it going to take me to prep all this stuff? But the nice thing about catering things is you can prep over a couple days if you want. Yeah. Some of it, I mean, you kind of have to, depending on what it is. Yeah, especially like to save money on staff. Um, you like hire or like have as few people as possible the whole time. Yeah. Um, like your service staff like shows up at the event. Right. Um, you have like a couple people doing prep, and then you add a couple more people yeah. on for like service at the right. place if it's that kind of catering. Yeah. Or Is that real catering? Well, there's also like I mean, there's caterings where they're just like buffets where you need like yes. a person for that. Yeah. A person to take stuff out of van, set it up, or you're somebody standing there doing this to refill. You know, whatever. Yeah, I worked at, I worked at Todd's catering where it was literally just like a catering business, and that's not really what I wanted to get into. I wanted to know more about um, like a restaurant that's not really built for it, and like what that means. Like obviously, special events and things like that, where it's like uh, like Fourth of July, they're gonna do whatever kind of catering, or like they're in you're talking about like the Christmas time and things like that. Like, I don't know. It seems like to make it worth it, you have to charge enough and you have to like know enough time in advance. Right. Yeah. I mean, well time, uh, there's also people that just call in like, they're almost catering orders. They're just like, they'll yeah. call in a restaurant. They won't that much. And they'll be like, I want, I'm feeding 14 people yeah. and like, we don't want pizza. Yeah. And they'll order like fourteen entrees to go. That's what I call catering. And I mean that 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 that's arguably a kind of catering. But you but that's like no no advance notice, yeah. no nothing, and it just like you just throw a large to go order in there. But I mean I guess that's not much different than having a fourteen top 
sit down. Well, which isn't fun either. It's not fun, but I mean, I guess the, the main difference in that is it's to go. So, where do you throw it in your fucking in, in, in your fucking ticket line? Well, the nice thing about that is you can tell them with pizza. You can kind of figure that out because you gotta you gotta pace that out. But like, so if the line the the kitchen's working now, if you have a busy fucking guy on Friday night, and then somebody has a fucking large to go order at fucking eight o'clock, that's a fucking pain in the ass. But I would, what I would do is I would tell them <clears throat> pickup time would be in an hour. So you have so if it's eight, you got your front house. You got your front house already understanding that they need to do this for you. I hope was, that's understood. Okay. I hope right. I hope if there was a large to go order like that, someone would come <clears throat> say something. Yeah, and then you'd be like, all right, so tell them we'll have it ready in an hour. So yeah. that gives you an hour to maybe get a little bit farther into service. Yeah. Like you really only need to start prepping that. Or cooking it 15 minutes before pickup. So you can just like bulldoze through some tickets and then like create yourself a little yeah. window to push that out. But you still or need- you can slowly, like, you can do the salads early because you put all, all the dressing on the side so they'll, well, you stick them in yeah. there. But right. you still need the people who take it away. I was working, uh, this was like two years ago, I was working at Tim's Place on Johns Island. It was during the bridge run. So the place was like packed because I guess everybody was like, fuck downtown, I'm going to go to John's Island. So we were like slammed that entire day. Bridge Run is now going to be in October because they're not doing the one. Is it going to like change completely, like totally? I don't know if it's always going to be in October. It was supposed to be like this month, but anyway, it's in October. Anyway, um, I remember we were so slammed. We actually had like a wait and like I was actually writing down people's names like, okay, you're next kind of thing. Um, But these like six girls came up and they're just like, hey, can we get a a seat? I'm like, wait's going to be about an hour. And they're like, okay, well... Um, we're just gonna get some to go food, and I'm like, okay, well that's gonna be like an hour and a half. <laughs> then like we're like we have to feed all these people in here. Like it's gonna be the same thing. I don't know. That kind of reminds me of what you guys are saying. Like somebody being like, uh, can if we can't get a reservation, can we just order uh, like ten people's worth of food? And then like where do you put the ticket? And like how do you? How I mean, do you honestly, ordering to go food. If you just went up and put it, and like if you sit sit down at a table. This table sits down. This person walks in to order to go. The to go people will probably get their food first because the people that sit down have to like before from the time they sit down to when the ticket actually hits the kitchen right, right. is a good ten to fifteen minutes yeah, yeah. at least. You've eliminated all that because you're not you're not there's no chit chat about drinks. There's no going to get any drinks. No yeah. sitting down and like waiting on them to read the menu and right. deciding like when you. You should, if you are taking takeout, you should know what you want to order should before you start talking. Should. Or before you call somewhere. Doesn't always happen. For those people out there who don't do that, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> right. But you'll probably then like but then you just treat it like any other ticket. It pops in, you put it up there in the line, and you make it like you would table six yeah. or table two or three. Dude, to be honest, the less the kitchen knows about what, how this ticket, you know, the, the background of a ticket. Yeah, I was just thinking about it. You just kind of make whatever the ticket the says. Like, the, the, less, the less I know about what all happened outside the kitchen, the better I am. Yeah. Just, just give me tickets. Uh, okay, so I'm going to make fucking so tickets. Okay. Yeah, that, and that's my job a lot of times is I filtered some of that bullshit out. People come up like, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, like, I guess no. I need three of these, two of these yeah. on the fly. Yeah. So the, like, cool. So the expo reading the ticket, if he said... Or she said, doesn't matter. Um, if they said, uh, 
like, hey, we have uh, five fucking veal scalpini or whatever. Um, it's to-go order, or we have five veal scalpini, and that's it. Like, the to-go order would just be on the back burner, right? Well... Or not so much. You just put it in line with all the other tickets. It's, it's like... I've seen I've seen him do this. It, it's you structure your how, how you want everything to flow out. As as you're expoing, you can control the flow. Yeah. You and your 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 mid, they the mid will get the, the keep the line in pace, and you keep them all in pace. Mm. So how you want the food to fall out, you can make it fall out how you want it to make it fall out. Yeah. When you're when you do it for a while, I mean, you can move shit around. Like, yeah. Like all right, you know. This you got like Sate's got six things, yeah. these six tickets that they're working on, and Fry's got nothing going on. But there's a ticket way back here. Yeah. Say, let me get that. Say Sate's getting killed with oh. the words, but yeah. there's a single Fry basket to go that comes in. Yeah. Like, hey, Fry guy, yeah. we knock out that to oh, go oh, over oh. there, oh. and then they'll get their food faster because it's that station doesn't have anything yeah. going on. Yeah. Um. All right, so if somebody comes in and orders 10 of the exact same thing, or if somebody comes in and orders 10 different things, like, obviously the... Actually, not obviously at all. I Which one would get their food faster? Five of the same thing or five I'm different going, things? I'm going 10. 10? 10, 10 of the same thing? Like, I would need 10 fucking... Fuel scalp. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. That's that a I don't know what the fuck that would pop into my head. I like, guess it, make, it, it depends on the breakdown of the dish and, and how many components it has. And if it's if it's all from two different stations. Yeah, that's what I was like gonna that. say. If it's five saute <clears throat> items, but they're all different things, saute will get killed. Yeah. They'll yeah. take a minute. But if it's like one thing from every station, yeah. or two things that's from every station, can, yeah. that that will come up in five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess it depends on the place too. What you're cooking. Yeah. Let's get to know. I don't know. Scalapini. Well, I'm just thinking about like if I ever need like a last minute order and I'm like, I need, I need fucking food fast. Like, should I just be like, dude, just give me five of these things? Yeah, just go pick up a pizza. Or like, should I just get, or like, hey, what is everybody? Yeah, like, stay away. Like, hey, what is everybody? What does everybody want to order? It's like, no, 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 fuck it. We're going to get five of these. And then if I have to wait an hour and a half, I'll be pissed off and be like, why did I do that? But now I know. I don't think it matters that much. I don't think one would be drastically faster than the other. I have a question. So, being on this topic is about catering. How has uh, food trucks affected that whole uh, whole fucking thing? Because it's kind of like mobile catering. It can be like mobile catering. That means it you is could, catering. You could hire a food truck to cater your event. And for them cats, it's not like a catering thing. It's just a fucking service. Well, depending on how the structure of it, but it could just be a service for them. They're just knocking out four hours of work. Um, there was that bacon crazy truck that's not even around anymore. It was the longest running food truck in Charleston. Was it? Um, yeah. They, Salty. They should, I mean, it was kind of good. I mean, I guess he was doing something right for a while, but he would do all sorts of events. <laughs> he did the, um, what's a big tennis tournament that John's Island? Volvo Cars. Yeah, the Volvo Cup. Um, he was one, he was the only food truck for a couple of years, and then he was one of two for a couple of years, and he only did, which I'm like, that's a great idea, I guess for weddings and stuff like that where people aren't going to be like, all right, let me give you cash for this. It's like, hey, we have you for two hours. Like, you could serve whatever, yeah. 200 meals or whatever. He, Some of that. Yeah, he prepped and did, like, more in that day or two days than he did in, like, the next couple months or something like that. I but, believe it. Yeah, regardless, it's basically just like, burger, fries, duck, burger, fries, yeah. duck, burger, fries. I'm like, that is catering, and that's got to be wild. Yeah. But also, like, with that, like, you can, you know you're going to do that. And, like, he could, I don't know if he did this, but if you have a giant menu, 
you can no, he, he downsize it. it like definitely, yeah. definitely. if you have more people you downsize it you give you them like three options it. with, with yeah. two options for a side you get and then you really it, you can streamline it, was, it. I think he yeah. had like eight, ten things on the menu before, but it's either like, okay, either you get a burger or a chicken sandwich, and then it's either fries or... I wonder how much he paid in. for that. Yeah. To be the only food truck there. No, like, I think... Like, that stuff is cutthroat. Yeah, dude. Like, yeah. food, yeah. food truck, like, spots. Yeah. I mean, not only do you need a license, he, but, like, people, people fight over it. So he was baking me crazy, which means he did a lot of bacon and stuff like that. He bought, like, a pallet of fucking bacon. Word. And I'm like... For how long? He's like, no, it's just just for that event. Event, I did a pallet, and I'm like, that's long. Oh god! <laughs> He's like, yeah, my entire kitchen, like this whole room, would just be full of fucking burger buns. And he would be like, yeah, like twice a day, we'd send somebody back to my house to go pick up like yeah. fucking a bunch of crates and bring them back to it. And I'm like, fuck, that would suck. But he's, yeah. I bet you he made like thirty grand, like just for that or something. Yeah. That'd be wild. Well, I bet there is some kind of contract where he says, I'm the only food truck. Yeah, here, that's so. yeah. How, yeah, how the fuck did he get that? Fuck. Because if, I mean, that makes a captive audience of that many people, like every food truck mm-hmm. in the city would be clamoring for that. I don't know. Who could put out, from what he told me, I mean, granted he, as most chefs are and most business owners are, fucking had a big ego, but um, he was, I mean, it was true. He was very efficient at what he did. And like, I could see, granted, I only worked a few times with him and like, we were only pumping out like a lunch or two or something like that. But if, if, a food truck could pump out that much over that period of time, like most places would just get slaughtered. Like but also, he's done it. He, he, he it. had the longest <laughs> running food truck. Yeah. Yeah. So he'd done it. Like yeah. He'd already had his yeah. fuck ups. I got a buddy that does this barbecue and he makes this, the bulk of his living outside of this past year is on the road. So he goes and does like rib, rib fest, like cool. barbecue events. And if he's competing in these events, but he also just like sets up his right. tent and serves in his venue. So he has, he understands how to take his operation from, I'm at a brewery the, today, and then in the summertime, I'm going to be at, you know, this massive fucking barbecue fest in the Midwest. So yeah, understanding how yeah. to scale your thing for your event. Did he, he obviously worked in kitchens before, <clears throat> like, he wasn't just a food truck guy, so master, yeah. I'm thinking about right now, uh, I know Kick of Chicken has done it locally. Well, there's plenty of restaurants that I talk to all over the country who are just like, yeah, our, our food truck is offline right now or whatever. And I'm like, how many places have had a restaurant that have also been like, uh, there's the Darling to Go or whatever. Like, they have their own food truck associated with the restaurant. That's the sort of catering yeah. as well, it's, too. There's a, there's a weird thing with food trucks and restaurants. There's a lot of places that start as a food truck. That's true. Whose goal and is then, to be a brick and mortar. And then there's also yeah. brick and mortars who have that like, trucks. oh, I now that I have my restaurant established, yeah. I'm going to make a food truck. Yeah. And I feel like the food truck usually dies when it goes that way. When it goes brick and mortar, that becomes that. But I feel like it depends on what it is. Like yeah. some some concepts don't translate yeah. well to yeah. a food truck. Yeah. Like, um, well, El Jefe on King Street, okay, the, you know, taco place. Yeah. They just started a food truck. And you know, they're it's a taco truck. They're gonna do tacos. Like, I feel like that will do well because that's like, and a thing. It's fucking street, street food. Yeah, it's street food. food. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I feel like if, for instance, if the darling decided to do one, like that won't translate well. It could be a catering truck. I mean, they could they have a food truck that they sent to catering events and. And that's all you need is a work. big van. 
to get yeah. set up. So, but, which for them to like, like park anywhere, like like a food truck usually can. Yeah. No. And that's that style of food. <clears throat> it, it's got to be. It's got to be something that you could do lobster rolls or fried food. But sure. we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it could be done. But also, I mean, that's like half of what we do. Yeah. I mean, you could do oysters. Sure. Yeah. That's not even really cooking. All you need is some coolers with ice and Actually, that's not, a, that's not a bad idea. Just be like a mobile oyster unit. Yeah. Just, yeah. Go to a little small event. Hey, guys. That's my fucking oysters. <laughs> not bad. I mean, you know, there's, there's, it's like... You don't need any equipment. Yeah. No, it's... Or like much a much equipment. Like a, an oyster roast needs this whole setup. Yeah. You get a roast oysters, but if you're not doing that, you're just doing straight raw oysters. You just need, you you just need, need a large need enough space to keep cold, uh, something cold. Keep them shits cold, and then shuck them, and put them on some ice. And you make all, even, uh, even to make all the accoutrement <clears throat> goes with oysters. Yeah, that's, you don't need a lot of prep work ahead of time and all that shit. That's not a bad idea, guy. It's not bad. You got funny ideas? <laughs> <laughs> the talent's doing what talent does. You can produce it later. Is it a, well, I guess I'll have to fucking... Yeah, yeah. So when, you, when you edit it, you can go back and listen to us. Write the time down. Yeah. <laughs> but also, at the same time, if you're a restaurant, like, I feel like it's hard to turn down business. Yeah. Like, you should... If you can do you it, should you should not. try and do yeah. it. And, like, sometimes it'll suck, but that's when you just make it worth yeah. the hey, money. That, that rule of thumb goes for any business. You should never be turned down money. We were talking about experience a minute ago where I was like, if I had a great meatball parm somewhere and I ordered 50 of them, he's, dude's not going to say no, but if he fucks it up royally, that yeah. might fuck up his reputation a little yeah. bit. Like, make sure you know what you're getting into and don't overextend yourself, I guess. Yeah. And also, I mean, say I had a restaurant and I had... I'm cutting you off, sorry. You. Ooh. If I ordered 50 Ooh. cheese... If I ordered Ooh. 50 cheesecakes for fucking... What do you say? Wednesday, if I order 50 cheesecakes for Saturday. Nope. Why not? Don't have the time to do it. Sunday. 50? 50. Monday. Uh, no. Actually, 50 cheesecakes for Monday. Listen. listen so uh, so this is what so You can turn 50, me down? 50, 50 cheesecakes. I didn't know you were rich as shit. I didn't know you fucking listen, stupid motherfucking money bag. All right, sorry. 50, 50 cheesecakes <laughs> is is more than I have the capacity to, to even fuck with at this fucking point. So that one, I, I need to say no. Experience, you already know two, that that's too much. Two, if I'm gonna fucking even take that challenge and force out fifty fucking cheesecakes, now I'm gonna fucking work my goddamn quality. It's true. To get in that in that kind of time, I'm not gonna sleep. Fuck that, dude. I'm that's gonna, not right. So, gonna write, so I got my reputation. What what I want my cheesecake to be? I fucking with it. I'm gonna write you a check for thirty five hundred dollars. You're gonna give me fifty. So that's what I was gonna say. Thirty five hundred dollars. You're gonna give me fifty cheesecakes on a Monday. That's what I was about to say. Is you you figure yeah, out you figure money. out if it's worth well, it or not. Let me, if, let me let me let me talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> and if you don't have the equipment, you could like hey like you need to partially pay for some of this. Yeah. Like or you just you know you just make it you can make it work. But like so, fifty cheesecakes. You're the only one making cheesecake right now. You 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 can get somebody. To come help you, it's in the gray again, area. I just, yeah. I, just, I just did the math, and that's only like ten dollars more for for a cheesecake that I sell anyway. So we got we got to kick that up a little bit. So we'll, I'll come back to you and let you know. It's in you. the gray area of like I can or I can't, and some people might make the wrong decision of like taking which we're we're calling these catering orders, like giant fucking orders. Um, we're calling that catering. So if if you make the mistake of saying like yes, I can, and you just don't do it right, um, you're fucked. 
Yeah. I, get, I, mean, I you, understand that explicitly. Do you remember the... You should have to know your limitations. Yeah. That's it. I mean, That's yeah. where you are in your business. Now, maybe That's in it. 10 years from now, 50 cheesecakes and shit uh, waste will be nothing. In about two goddamn months, my ability to do X go. amount of cheesecakes is going to go to this number. Yeah. So, I um, mean, yes. Is Groupon still a thing? I yeah. hope the okay. fuck not. It is. Okay, so... <laughs> I remember Groupon. Groupon fucked oh. over a bunch of places because I remember it was like a, a, a bakery actually that it was like buy six cupcakes, get six cupcakes free. But people were doing that Groupon and then like over fucking a week span, it's just like this place that was pumping out like 300 cupcakes a day. It was just like, okay, I need to fill orders for like a thousand or something like that. So they had to hire other places to make the cupcakes for them. And they were losing a fuckload of money. And I'm like, oh, no. I kind of did that once, like, way back. Oh. I sold. That's crazy. I feel like you need to immediately, like, call group. Cancel. Like, be like, done. I can only sell this many of this yeah. deal. Or whatever, I guess whatever their deal was, like, they oversold on it and just overshot everything. And I'm like, once again, experience. I did that for Valentine's Day years back when I was working in the, uh, the big box store. And... Baking was my straight up just only side hustle at that point. And I ended up like booking so many fucking cupcakes. I was like, okay, now I gotta call a fucking friend to help me pick these fucking cupcakes. I was like, listen, I'm gonna show you exactly what you gotta do. And you gotta do it this exact fucking way. But I was like, I don't have enough oven space to make all these bitches in one goddamn night. I just don't. So I had to get help. Well, you also know when you're doing something like that, especially when you have like people that's not normal staff to come in like there's certain things that like I can delegate to someone who doesn't know yeah. how I do it yeah but, but certain things like I yeah. gotta be like so yes. you do this this and this and when yes. you get to this point you come grab me yes and I'll I'll help you finish it most definitely <laughs> yes because there's some things like like I know how to do it and it's done, it's gotta be done a certain way or it doesn't work yeah, yeah. everybody doesn't quite understand those things so yeah find your points yeah, definitely the the big orders can fuck you up, and whether it's I don't know, I guess that the places that have it like built into their what's that barbecue place? Not fucking Ronnie Scott, the it's like a chain home team. I guess yeah, home team probably has a cookout. A, nah, I'm thinking of cookout. A, I'm thinking That's a chain. A, a place called it's a Burger Joint, isn't it? I thought they were barbecue. Nah. I think cookout's everything. Cookout, you can go there with a five dollar bill and feed all of us. By yeah, the they, way, <laughs> they got like three hundred fucking menu items. Yeah, you can get mozzarella sticks, like corn dogs, anything. Fucking, dude. Yeah, pretty much anything For real, on there. Fish, it's, it's all wild. kinds of shit. It's cheap as shit. It's like they got a freezer. I've never been to one. They probably got a freezer big as fuck. All right, so the ones I've seen are <clears> tiny. Yeah, because it's just a freezer and it's all drive through. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's, that's a little scene inside. Not a lot. Like a White Castle. Never been to a White Castle. Only been to Christmas. <sighs> Same difference. Uh, I, got, <laughs> I got crystals once because I thought it was my friend's like favorite fucking <clears throat> fast food, and I, could, I was driving back from Atlanta. I got fucking diarrhea. It was disgusting. There's one place. It, uh, it, one it, one it of the ways. Like, oh yeah, I should have warned you about that. Like I've only been to it twice. I'm like, I, I thought you loved crystals. That's, 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 that's probably does love crystals. Yeah. That's part of the experience. It didn't do you so well because you. That's your first time having yeah, it. Yeah, you've been eating that for a while. Like, like, <laughs> There's uh, one of one of the routes up to Tennessee. You drive by at crystals. And I always stop if we go that way. I know. Like, yeah. Brian and I went up, we had lunch, and we saw it, like, we're stopping again. And we stopped on the way home. <laughs> yes. We just bought a big, like, 30 a packs, side, dude, stuck, it, stuck it between the, in the, on the console. Hey, they can even just drive down the road so easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. The uh, minor league baseball team, 
in Columbus and used to have a slider night, and they were like twenty five cents or nice. something like that. And nice. you would, when we were in college, you just go like see how many beers and how many sliders you can drink. Oh, fuck yeah, twenty five cent beer night. Back to our first topic of gimmick night. Um, those were that was Ten always cent hot dogs. Yeah, or no, that was always kind of like a, like a rip off too, because like whenever you go to the stadium, it's just like. Yeah, you pay five dollars and you get a beer like this or something like that. But then twenty five cent beer night, it's like those little piece of shit little cups that you spit into when you're at the dentist yeah. or whatever. Like, oh, it's twenty five cents, and I'm like, it's also the cheapest oh. beer they fucking have. Yeah, yeah. Or they had actually at the, or river, the oldest hot dogs they had. Yeah, the River Dogs. <laughs> that always scares me on the Diamond Dog nights that places do. It's like, oh. I mean, I, like, what's this hot dog? I mean, it's kind of the whole premise of what a special is. Yeah, it you, can be. It shouldn't be. But I'm 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 not talking about like like in better places. But the special was kind of just created to not fucking Draw lose crap. fucking shit. Yeah. Push the fish. You know, it's gonna <laughs> it's, it's gonna go bad in fucking goddamn a day. Let's fucking sell the fish. Yeah. Um, they had at the River Dogs. It was like mystery beer or something like that, and they had it at other places too. And it was like actually fucking kind of a good deal. But mystery beer at the River Dogs would be like the Tall Boys, mm-hmm. but it would be like a bucket. Or something like that, and basically there would be like a little covering over it, and you just like reach your hand in and grab whatever, yeah. and it was like a dollar less than it used to be. And I'm like, so I don't get to pick my beer, but that is a little bit cheaper. Those beers never bad because I mean everything at the stadium is going to be decent beer. There's a bar yeah. I used to go to that would that had that, but they would buy mm-hmm. just all the beers from the distributor that didn't have any labels on them. That's mystery beer, and they would put it. They had like this little <laughs> cooler, and Dude. they were like a dollar, a dollar fifty, or something. And they sh- the bartender would just grab you one out of there, and like you, have, you have no idea. I've had that happen at, at, at fucking breweries. It was like, I mean, you just, sometimes there'll be like cans that you don't remember what was filled in them. I've got a can with no label on it right now. That's true. <laughs> true. That's true. Yeah. So each each one of these. So I would be very uncomfortable doing that because Here's the thing. right now these these bottles, these cans, rather, were filled like yesterday and today. We're looking so at a six pack of beer that is has no labels on it, and yeah. other than like this little scotch tape thing on the top that says Mike. And, and that's just because <laughs> I, I put I put well the labels are on them. Like I said, they feel these uh, these are anniversary beers for one of the local beers here in town, Farther Beer Brewing Company, and they've been filling the beers. But sometimes the beers are low fills. Yeah, and you can't sell the low fills. Yes. So you stick a label on it, and you stick them in the walk in, and you say tell all your staff that hey, take them away. You know. Come get, come get the low fields. I went on a brewery tour one time, and my friend worked there, and I walked out with like a big fucking yes. rack of them. Yes, because they were like the low fills, and yes. I could feel it when I was squeezing it. Yes. And people were just like, "Why are you walking out with like how much did you pay for that?" I'm like, "Nothing." Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. but, but every but, once in a while, beers like this will just get kind of lost in the walk-in, and there's no label in it. So now it's sat there for X amount of time. Is this a raspberry sour? Is this you a coffee porter? Is this at, a- at some point you don't know? So it's just like. Well, fuck it. Let's find the fuck out. Uh, Boom. You pop it and it's like... Uh, I don't think I would like to do that at oh, yeah. a brewery because they make such wild shit where if I did that at the it's River the Dogs, spectrum. it would be yes. like... It's that's like a lager or an ale. It's pretty that's normal. Like That's about it. But if I go that's to Frothy Beard, I don't really like sour that much. And if you make the hoppiest fucking hoppy IPA, I'm going to be uh, like, you know what? I don't like that either. Uh, fuck. Like, that's, that's yeah, a gamble. That's, 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 <laughs> that's, that's, that's a gamble. mystery beer, dude. That is fucking mystery beer. <laughs> I know a little bit about ghost kitchens. Um, aren't they? I just I just heard about it recently. Yeah, it's part of. I feel like I feel like with this uh, pandemic, they've really yeah. become a yeah. thing. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a fucking sort of like a commissary or like a 
It's a restaurant that doesn't have a dining room. Like, they don't have, like, they've, it's literally just, it's a commissary. Like you said, some of them are. Some of them are literally just kitchens. And there's no public access. It's all to go, all delivery. Um, I don't know, they're interesting. I feel like, I feel like pre-pandemic, they were probably a thing already, but definitely not, I'd never heard of them. And now I feel like... They're, they're like maybe they they sound sort of like I don't know like the speakeasy of like the restaurant nice. world nice. you know like, I still like the name of it right there it was the haunted kitchen when I when I first heard the name I was just like I said the same thing I was like kitchen. what the fuck is a ghost kitchen that's my first thought yeah like, what the well then once I read about it I was like that makes sense yeah. like but uh, I don't know it's kind of it's kind of a cool concept I feel like you could still do like really good food yeah. if you you know are designing it to go you can do you make, think that this would be good for places that like when out of business or like since COVID like there's plenty of places that are I sound like I'm at work plenty of places that are temporarily closed that became permanently closed and like if Justine's which isn't around anymore if they like became Just like a ghost kitchen spot I'm just picking one off the top of my head became like a ghost kitchen spot like they could do well like that because people are still craving their food and everything but I feel like it's very it would be very hard to be like hey we're starting a new takeout spot I feel like that's like being a a brick and mortar that decides to do a food truck like it's got to be something that makes but only it's got to be something that makes sense no one goes from brick and mortar and then just turns into a food truck and abandons their brick and mortar no yeah no one ever fucking does that that's i still feel like it'd be hard like if you have a concept i mean we'll stick with justine's that was around forever like it was working well it worked well for a long time like whatever they're doing they were doing it right pivoting to make it into a ghost kitchen like yeah, it take a lot of work, and I feel like that's one of those things. Like, if you start doing that, like it's a in, like in a cry for city, help in big cities where like New York and shit like that, where like rent is super expensive. I can see ghost like, kitchens being a thing there much more. Yeah, but I mean, you could have you could have a if you're doing a ghost kitchen, you could have your kitchen, your pe- the people that you order from will never see it. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It can be a warehouse. Yeah. It can be like. And it can be a bad part of town. Well, if it's pickup, our, and all of our businesses, no, none of them are pickup. Our established businesses, uh, I don't think so. They're, ghost all, kitchens they're are, all delivery. Are our established businesses becoming ghost kitchens, or are ghost kitchens more of a we gonna do a spinoff and fucking just transition to this because we still know what we're fucking doing? You know, not, not, I don't know. I don't know a lot about them. I feel like <clears throat> what I've seen, it's a lot of places that are either adapting and changing. No, just start a brand new business. That's yeah. opening up okay. and like a whole new like it'd be like you yeah, and I with the with the just social do that with social media. I mean, I feel know, like that's can, a huge can, part of that. You can gain traction because you, you need to get out there, and without having a place for some people to come to, but yeah, you really gotta yeah you gotta push. There's been plenty of places that I've been talking to like since COVID, and granted, things are being less restricted now. Where it's like, hey, if we only have twenty five percent capacity in other states, obviously not South Carolina because we're fucking cowboys. What's up? Um, like it's not worth it like you have to hit like a certain amount of capacity to have your fucking dining room open. if you own the building that's fucking great and everything like that yeah, but if you're renting and you have like imagine if fucking the darling is renting they have all that fucking space they can only see like every third table or something like that yeah, like that happened which blows and I'm <laughs> sure they, well, they were fucking, well, imagine you have to do that for six months eight months a year or something like that that sucks there's gotta be a fucking like a, a fucking graph or something that says like we're gonna hit this breaking point like we gotta downsize somewhere fuck the entire dining room we're gonna find a smaller space where we're gonna take our kitchen of this size 
and shrink that a little bit no. and put it there and then do takeout. So you can't change your rent, but you can change your menu you can change prices. Your you can't. You, if you no, have if you have that much You can change you your rent. That you that few people coming in, you, you have you just, to you don't need as much staff, so you save on yeah. labor. But you also don't need to be in a on King Street, so to speak. So your rent, if you're so your rent, your rent, your rent can change drastically. Yeah, if you yeah, if you pivot and go to something yeah. else, like I mean, if you go to a ghost kitchen, you could just move somewhere, you know, economical for you. Yeah. Well, also, I feel like it can't be too. It's got to be somewhere. It can't be on the skirts. Well, it's also got to be somewhere that's kind of close to your clientele too. Are you going to spend the time, area, money, yeah. and time like delivering places? I mean, I know some. Which is why I think that shit works in like places like New York a lot, a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Big cities a lot fucking easier. And uh, some some ghost kitchens have like hours of operation. Like it's not just like it's like literally like a restaurant. Like, like mm-hmm. eleven to ten. Like this is the time you can order, and there's people just standing there waiting to like. Obviously, once they are relatively popular, yeah. Like there's people just. Trying. It's like running a kitchen. Just yeah. you put everything in a box <clears> and <throat> send it out. Yeah. Um. All right, so this is going to pivot right here. But um, have you heard of places, like, abandoning their own, um, like, their own delivery services? Like, if the place, like, Kicking Chicken kind of pissed me off this day because I, oh, I, I called them. Tell me about this. Yeah, I called them and I said, hey, um, let me get a fucking delivery order. They're like, we don't do our delivery anymore. I'm like, so you can't send somebody out to bring me my chicken? They're like, no, you have to go on our website and use yeah. Uber Eats or Grubhub. And they, I've called them a thousand times over the past ten years or whatever, and they've had their own delivery drivers. Basically, they canceled that shit altogether and are using, like, third-party services. Like, is that just them, or is that fucking more places? Or like, I feel what? like that's big corporate places, and yeah. someone high up there yeah. was like, yeah. we're going to do this because it's going to save us money. Yeah. Because insurance, like insurance, insurance for people yeah, that dude. for delivery cars is Real. like that's expensive. <clears throat> like that, that stuff's expensive. And the liability, the, the, the liability is no longer yours as far as the actual transportation of the food. It's no longer there. But I feel like a lot of big corporate places will do things like that. But it, that is just Chains. that is just annoying. Like chicken, chicken. <laughs> right? Exactly. I was just thinking. I like, feel like that is annoying what? though. It's like I want to order your food. I can't call you and order it. Yeah. I did order pizza the other day. Liam wanted CC's pizza, not CC, uh, Little Caesars, mm-hmm. and you know the five dollar hot and ready. So we ordered a couple of those, and DoorDash delivered it. But I didn't order it through DoorDash. Oh, I just ordered it through so they Little Caesars website, and oh, they they were contracted with it through so it goes straight to DoorDash. Yeah, because I kept I got an email like they're like blah blah blahs on your way with their pizza with your pizza from DoorDash. I'm like, why do they have my pizza? <laughs> Where and then, is my pizza? I kept getting notices about it, and then like you know, she brought me my food. Did Little Caesars ever deliver pizza? Who? Did Little Caesars ever deliver pizza? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't. Think they did. Maybe they didn't. Maybe that's new. I don't think they did. I don't know. I mean, it's the first time I ever gotten it delivered. I don't know. I but could it see wasn't that. even. It wasn't bad. So I could see that with, I guess, whatever size of restaurant like Kicking Chicken is, but it just kind of didn't make sense where. I don't know, people get upset about like Uber Eats and Grubhub and things like that. Like, oh yeah, they take like a huge cut of like the the order. Like, they take up to thirty percent or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, that that does. I suck mean, that blows. Depending on how many fucking orders you have and stuff like that. Like, if you have a fucking hundred orders over six to six o'clock to eight o'clock, like obviously that's a huge chunk. But like, 
how much do you think they were paying for liability insurance, their own delivery drivers, and their own everything? Like, it's somewhat comparable <laughs> to well, some what places, those guys are doing. Some places to go cost more. Some There's delivery fees. Yeah. Some places won't deliver under a certain dollar amount. Yeah. Like, you have to spend 50 bucks for us to deliver. Um, so, I mean, places I've thought about them before, and they have, you know, like, you need to do this. Like, places that won't accept your credit card for under $5 purchases. Yeah. Which is like, give me one fucking thing of fries from McDonald's. Like, nope. Um, I don't know. Just the, the people that think that Grubhub and Uber Eats and stuff like that, like, it's, it's like a predatory business, and it's just like sucking money out of places that are literally just trying to survive and make their 1% cut on things. I'm like, if they had their own delivery people, like, that would be different <laughs> because, like, they're, they're paying them something if they switched over, but um, literally they're getting business and revenue that they wouldn't be getting before. And, yes, you are kind of having to pay somebody else to do it, but that's, that's the price of the service. I mean, it does definitely take your... You know your overhead and expand it. You got to pay more. Like each dish, you're making less money on. Yeah. That you use, they have to deliver through there, and thirty percent is a lot for a restaurant. Like I mean, that's that's a significant chunk. For takeout, I mean, obviously the overhead is a little bit less, right? Why? I mean, you actually takeout usually costs more. Because all the utensils that you serve your food mm-hmm. on, you all get back. Yeah. And you just wash and use again. All the to-go stuff, you don't get back. Yeah. No matter what service. And you charge the same price. Yeah, that fucking box. That Not that all that stuff's expensive, bags, but... It's still extra. It's all yeah. all money. I've got Uber Eats, DoorDash, <clears throat> and Grubhub on it. No matter which one I click, I will, it doesn't matter. It's not like, oh, man, I like Uber Eats more. Like, I'll just fucking pick one just to be like... Man, I want tacos. Like they all have the same restaurants on them and stuff like that. I was about to ask: Are they all are all restaurants on I've all? Never all, used one. For the most part, they're all kind of on the same. Um, they also always fuck up at least one thing every single time. We used to have people I'll be like, "I want queso to go with my tacos." They'll fucking forget the queso. So, or if I order burritos, they'll fucking they'll fucking forget. I can tell you firsthand. One of the problems with that is so there is a breakdown between what they show you is available. And what's available, and what can be done, and what can't be done, and when those tickets come through, what you say may not actually make it to the fucking kitchen. Also, so how the system is, how it runs yeah, through in the system. With, with those apps that have the website on there, that's not like the restaurants yeah. website. The updates, like the updates, that happened a lot. Uh, like our menu would change quarterly, and people would call so and like order a menu, order you know yep. something off the menu that was a spring. Yeah, <coughs> like spring of last year. Yeah. Actually, that's the one that you shouldn't be using, which I'm going to delete right now. Oh, uh, shit. which one is that? It's call it out. I'm call gonna, it out, bitch out. Call him out. Grubhub. So <clears throat> Tim, who owns uh, Southern His General, name dropping yeah, everything. Oh, shit. I, I know people. I work in the restaurant business. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tim would be like, dude, I had to call Grubhub because they were using. Like, basically, they called me and said, like, hey, can we put this on our website? And he's just like, fucking sure. no. No, he no. said no. He's just like, no, because of, like, a bunch of different reasons. Like, when you guys pick it up, you could take fucking two hours to bring it to somebody, and they're going to be pissed off because of cold food. Like, we don't want to fucking do that. And then they're just like, well, it doesn't matter. We're going to do it anyway. So 
they would use his old menus and they would use stuff like they would, people would be ordering stuff that he hasn't had in like six months like you just said yeah and he's like dude like they're literally just making so when somebody calls in and they go like hey can I get this 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 and this and I go we haven't had that in forever they would just fucking hang up and then they would call back or they would like text back their person and be like those items aren't available anymore like that's what it looks like on the customer's end but to me I'm just like who the fuck just called asking for like a peanut butter and jelly sandwich like what the hell that's one reason why I don't like services like that because I feel like that makes your restaurant look bad the reflection is in the restaurant yeah and you like it's not the restaurant's fault it's this third party's fault that That's one, why I like okay, I don't so like delivery at a place that I work. Grubhub, at. Grubhub's the one. Well, independent service. Okay, Grubhub's right. the one that that's wrong. You that can't control. I'm taking my product and putting it in someone else's yes. hands, and they can between the f- leaving my door and getting dude, to your the door, f- they can do whatever they want to it. Yeah, and that's a reflection on exactly my yeah. food. Grubhub, Tim didn't pay for that service. They're not getting a cut of it. It was literally just um, if you opened a fucking place that sells one taco a day next door and I heard about it I could be like well now you're on Grubhub now yeah, yeah, that's expensive ass Grubhub's, yeah Grubhub yeah, they'll, they'll put their own little fucking like but like you said they make up like if yeah. you say no they'll yeah so yeah Grubhub's fucked but the other ones like people they can control it and isn't uh, it Grubhub where you can order from multiple places for one order that would be cool no I think, no it sucks for because, one order yeah one order you can order there was one you could order like whatever you wanted from however many places oh your food's fucked up yeah that's but they would like so you have to go to this place and wait for food there and then go to that place and wait for food there and then go to that place to wait for food there not all is all your shit cold when get to you some of it's really fucking goddamn bad yeah I would order uh, ice cream and that's it that's all I'd order Slushies. But then you're gonna so you're, you're gonna call you're gonna call a ice cream plate. Yeah, ice cream sucks. It's melted now. You sent me a fucking milkshake. Yeah. I need ice cream. That sucks. That there's there's like, like oh, it's because your delivery driver took an hour and a half to get it. To yeah, you. the third party person they could always deflect and be like that wasn't us, that was them. Also, the um, food's not sealed in any kind of fucking way. Like actual sealed, sealed. It's sealed the same way. We, that if so, had we would we started doing that. We would good. We would put stickers on it. Good. And that's literally why, because like you, you don't dude, know who's gonna. You don't fucking know. Who's handling it. You're like, trusting some person you don't fucking know at all with your reputation. Okay, so I forget if it's uh, Uber Eats or DoorDash. I think it's DoorDash where they will. You can have. You can basically say like, "Leave food at the door," so somebody will knock on my door, and then they'll send me a text of the picture of the food right next to my door, which it's kind of fucked up because my door opens out. And they'll put the food right in front of my door, so if I have to push it, 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 which is fucked up. Because this one time I did get a bunch of McDonald's, so I had to walk to my backyard. I had to walk all the way around my house just so I wouldn't fucking smash over the what do you call it, the the chase that I got. (laughs) Um, But I remember there was this video of this. So basically, the person has to take a picture of it, text it to the person, say like, "Your DoorDasher has left," and then you go out and you see where the food was, but it's also on your phone. This chick. Somebody had like one of those old nanny cams or like the old nest things that like, shows the front door. She goes like, uh, bam, takes a picture of it and then grabs it and walks away. Like she like, hey, I delivered it, and then she goes and takes a free meal home with her. And I'm like, what an asshole! There was a, there was a loophole with uh, Uber Eats. <laughs> I, think was, I think it was Uber Eats when they started. Don't quote me on it being in one of the food service things that there was something where you could, if you were a driver, you could 
like say you're gonna pick one order, go pick it up. Once you picked it up, you can say, ah, I'm yes. not gonna do this yeah. and delete it, and then you just have a free meal. They uh, fixed that somehow. My friend Christian worked. That's uh, a shitty way to get a free. He, he would work meal. Uber and then Uber uh, Eats, and when there's no such thing as a free meal, fucking. <laughs> For real, uh, Uber Eats. He said that you can wait. I don't know if it was five or ten minutes, but if you wait in front of the house and like there's GPS tracking on you, and it's just like I'm waiting here, and the person is not answering the door, you could wait five ten minutes and then be like, "All right, they paid for it." Like you would just walk home, like you do like ten meals a night, and you'd have at least one, maybe two free meals every single night because people would be like, "Oh, I'm gonna order," and then they'd... they're not allowed to just leave it. Now they are. Now you could say, like, I mean, there's a hack door. to everything. Yeah, this I mean, was like over a year ago when. Create a way to do something that's a way to fucking hack. So, yeah, someone will figure out a way to exploit it. Uh, that's because people suck sometimes. Yes, they do. Micro penises. Micro penises. Saw a meme, a meme the other day. It was like. <laughs> saw a micro penis the other day. No matter how big the sign the is, the general public still won't read it. True. This is fucking true, dude. This is so fucking true. People do not read signs. I don't fucking get it. It's like, uh, it's so stupid. All right, well, grand finale. Extra, extra topic tonight. Ghost kitchens just yeah, for ghost, fun. Ghost kitchens and, and fucking Uber Eats. Um, well, this was fun to be back, back in the lab, back in the studio here. <laughs> Matt's fucking round table. <laughs> um, uh, follow us on, uh, on Instagram. Shifty Podcasts. Pat loves that S. But we've, uh, we've been posting some stuff up there. <laughs> so, well, who's been taking the photos? It's been you. Yeah, look like you. Look, because like one of those, one of those uh, photos. I was like, I know exactly where that's it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I do. I do the Facebook stuff, and I haven't really fucked with it because we haven't had new stuff to come out with. But uh, Instagram's you got been now. It, well, Instagram's been looking good. Proud of you. Uh, I got an Instagram. I think I. I think. You've been liking all the pictures. Well, I got it for work. That's the producer's job. Yeah. <laughs> I produce things. Well, I'm producing the episodes. we got social media manager. Uh, I'm just a talent. Show. Yeah, talent. Talent. <laughs> fucking, you better bring a cheesecake for every single episode. Um, for a nominal fee, we can make that happen. We'll allow you to keep being part of this podcast. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn, son. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. He hasn't had my cheesecake yet, huh? No. Uh, I'm just assuming that it's His cheesecake shit. will ruin cheesecake for you. Is that good? It's that. His cheesecake is that good. I haven't had a good cheesecake in a while either. I got you, cuz. I got you. How, how do you feel about cannolis? I've never actually made a cannoli. Feel like if if somebody would give you a free cannoli and say like this is pretty good cannoli, would you be like? Eh. Uh, I mean they're okay. If somebody said like a pretty good cannoli, I'd be like eh. cannolis have a following. I, I don't. I don't think I've okay. I don't think I've ever had a cannoli that was that good then. Okay. Cannolis are just like unless somebody says it's like the most amazing cannoli ever. If somebody says like this is a pretty good cannoli, I'd be like it's pretty good. Like I kind of. I feel like I've had like. Commercially, yeah, hey, I feel like all the ones I've had yeah, are like commercial. Yeah, like, I, I want to try a real one, like yeah. made with like ricotta cheese. Yes, I don't like think ricotta I've cheese that like you made. Yeah, because the shit that I've eaten in the past is yeah. just like, eh, this is not yeah. great shit. You're not blowing my mind. Exactly. Um, so people listening right now, 
we could do this for four more hours. Like if we if we had nothing to do tomorrow and like a like a bottle well, I mean, here. If one of us was drinking. <laughs> two of us are. Smokey McPot. Correction. Here. If all of us were <laughs> Thank you, sir. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we could we could just shop talk forever, but um, we're in the grand finale here, so yes. Um, please, 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 uh, Instagram and Facebook. Um, I would love to hear, I think I say this every single time, like, I just want to get, like, one message, like, we'll, we've got a couple, but, like, um, we want to hear from you guys, um, we know how many people are listening, we just want to know, um, kind of what to talk about for next episode, because it's all going to be stuff that we want to talk about, but we want to talk about what you want us to talk about. Um, yeah, any ideas so, or questions or anything, you know, shoot us an email, shiftypodcasts at gmail. Um, or our social media, um, and there's going to be new and improved content because we're actually um, back up and running and everything. But um, other than that, any any closing remarks you guys got? Uh, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> I <don't> like cheesecake <laughs> will ruin you for the next. Week. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want me to ruin you, Pat? I'll ruin you. Oh. Let's what? let's end the episode. <laughs> yeah. right. Actually, actually, last question, and then we can fucking close out here. What is your favorite cheesecake that you make? You have uh, please don't tell me you're just like plain New York style, or whatever. Like, is there like a flavor yeah. combination that you fucking make? Nope, straight up New York style. Honest yeah. to God, but it's that, that good. Honest to fucking God. All right, because that's it like, is it is. Pure in its fucking pure form. It's super annoying. Nothing to hide behind. Like whenever you go into like a new restaurant you've ever been to, and people do this, there's probably somebody doing it right now somewhere, going like up to a a waiter and being like, "Hey, what do you like here?" And if they answer like truthfully, that means that's the shit. Be like, "Hey, what do you eat when you eat here?" And they're just like, "Well, the fucking chicken club sandwich is awesome." It's like, "So that's what I'm gonna get." If I say fucking what's like the shit that you make, be like, "I make this," but. That's what I'm going to fucking I mean, get. Yeah. I can say that about a lot of things, but when it comes to fucking cheesecake, as Matt just said, there's nothing to hide behind it. And a lot of times with cheesecakes, there's so much shit going on. What's the secret to your crust? Trade secret? No. Brown butter? No. I don't know. I don't know how to make it fucking... <laughs> this whole, I think I said this last time I was fucking here. That was the whole secret to the fucking... Ago. Oh, 10 years ago. <laughs> the secret to the fucking cheesecake is just... No cutting corners. That's it, dude. Well, it's it's the process. So. The process well, is... we can is, do a whole episode about... Yeah, the process is not fucking... Made. It's not quick. It's not, you know, terribly fucking simple. But hit all your fucking marks. Don't shortcut shit. Be patient. If it's 15 it. steps, you have to take 15 steps. You can't get... Take, take 13. Take good, I feel like that's like for all cooking. Like good cooking, like... Sometimes you can... can take this steps. is going to be like the Sopranos yeah. episode where it just like ends in the middle.